0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard with just two days to go until the start of the new league season. Rangers sign Jose Cifuentes as Graham Sunis expresses his disappointment at not being able to agree an Ibrox return. Brendan Rodgers says Celtic's mentality isn't to defend the Premiership title but go and win it again. And Hibs are out to overturn a potential European disaster at Easter Road tonight. I'm Gordon Duncan and joining me this evening Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson. Well, it was just over nine weeks ago, Gordon, that Calm uh, McGregor raised the Premiership trophy aloft. And it seems like it's went in pretty quick that the season is now upon us. And teams still making signings, like you say, Sifuentes may just be the final piece of the jigsaw for Michael Beale. And Brendan Rogers says he still has work to do. It's a fascinating close season. Can't wait till the real action comes about. But before then, like you say, Hibs have got an important tie tonight to continue their European Adventure And let me welcome For mm. the first time This season Mr Gordon DL Thank you To the show We missed you terribly On Tuesday night Are you okay? Everyone you? was very worried For your health Let I'm, me assure you Yeah I'm fine now uh, And I'd like to thank Mr Cavens For standing in Oh he did, did more than Did that. me proud uh, I seen the photographs Unfortunately I couldn't Watch the show But I seen the photographs He was looking Spectacular Why could you not Watch the show? I wasn't ill. I was. I wasn't. You ill. wasn't I was, ill. I was ill. I was. I was feeling a bit under weather because there was a lot of vicious rumours doing the round, started by me probably. Okay. that you were at it. Quite frankly, that you yeah. had stage fright. Your bottle crashed. You heard that we were live streaming the show on these wonderful cameras, and and basically that that it was a, a the fake way, illness. The way I look at it, TV has killed the radio star. Because probably have not got the face for the radio, have as a lot of people are going to say. Uh, so, but I'm delighted to be alongside two guys that are looking absolutely honestly, brilliant. Honestly, right, and this is the yeah. last time I'll say this this season. I think you're looking all right. I think you're looking good. Thank you, Gordon. Honestly, uh, that is the last time I'll say you it. You know, sitting next to Richard Gere, look alike. <laughs> you know, you're absolutely you're. So where you, where you where are you unwell? Genuinely? Yeah, I've been unwell for a few days. Is that why you tried to get tonight's show sponsored by Armitage Shanks? No, not at all. Um, but I'm back That's and I'm looking. For, I've I'm heard of your neighbours in the flat. <laughs> I've had a torrid time. <laughs> I I've, took him a plunger the other day. There are a few <laughs> for sale signs up, but I don't know what's happening with that one. But. Um, I'm like Mark, uh, as you were saying at the top of the show there, uh, it's been an exciting close season for most teams and uh, especially supporters. Just be dying to see who the starting lineups are going to be at the weekend. Looking forward to six hour show as well, but looking forward to dying. Absolutely, and it's 01419511025. That is the number you need to get in touch. Yes, it is new, it's shiny, you can watch us as well as listen on YouTube, Clyde1SSB, at ClydeSSB on Twitter uh, or the Facebook page. However, I know lots of you just like to listen away and phone up and hope that nothing changes and that's absolutely fine. We're still here to talk football with you between now and 8 o'clock. So 01419511025 and it is getting serious. Two days to go until the start of the new league season here in Scotland. Big teams are making big signings. Jose Cifuentes, brilliant timing by Rangers, I have to say. I think two minutes to six just before we came on. We thank them for that. So Rangers fans 
What do you make of it? What do you make of him as a signing? Is that one that excites you or not? How do you see him fitting in? Is it the final piece of the jigsaw in terms of signings? Or do you still want to see more? Celtic fans, it was Brendan Rodgers' press conference day, the last one before the start of the new league season. He says the mentality is not to go and just defend the Premiership title, but go out there and win it all over again. What do you make of it? How much are you looking forward to the new season? Any Hibs fans on the way to Easter Road? What are you thinking? Is it going to be a straightforward night? Are we all going to forget all about the so-called embarrassment in Andorra? Is it going to be comfortable? Or are you worried that we're staring down the barrel of one of the Scottish European qualification shocks? Do let us know. Motherwell are making signings, as are St Johnston and other teams. Graham Soonis, some brilliant, really interesting comments from him today as well, Mark Wilson. It is properly all happening. Well, it certainly is. It hasn't disappointed us. You know, the start of the summer is always a bit slow to get going, but I, I think this year was particularly fast. Particularly when you look at Rangers and everything that was going on behind the scenes there. Michael Beale knew he had to rebuild the full team. Um, you know, and he's certainly done that. Sifuentes, he's ninth signing something mm -hmm. along those lines. Absolutely. So a lot of players coming through the door at Ibrox. And that leaves questions for others who are still there in place at Ibrox who need to be moved out the door. Listen, Brendan Rodgers, he's seen his team on plenty of occasions now. He'll know where he needs to strengthen uh, if he does because the majority is the same squad that won the treble last year, minus Jota, of course. But I'm sure Brendan Rodgers has his own ideas of trying to strengthen and win the title in a bit of style. And like you say, Gordon, the other team's doing their business uh, as time ticks over. So it's always interesting. The first game of the season, like Daz says, they're seeing who's in the starting lineups, not just the Celtic and Rangers, but all the teams throughout the league. Aberdeen as well, putting together a nice yeah, squad. Absolutely. So very interesting. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot to be said about signings generally. That one is brand new as well, if you like, breaking news before the show. So it seems like an obvious place to start, Rangers fans. What do you make of Cifuentes? Everything that goes into a new signing, you've heard all the questions by now, you think you know the way it works, how you see him fitting in, how excited or not you are, whether it's the final piece in the jigsaw or more to come, all the usual, give us a call and anything else ahead of the new season, please do, but we should all be getting a bit excited by now, Gordon, shall we? Thursday yeah. night, people always look forward to Thursday night, two of the nation's sweethearts, mm -hmm. Wilson and DL, um, gracing the airwaves with their knowledge and wit and... You the can now back. look in and watch and the uh, back as, as well. well. The football's back. Um, you know, it starts probably tonight for Hibs. Um, disaster of a result last week. Uh, last week, um, They've got to turn that around. They don't want it to go off to a poor start and get put out already. But everyone's got their eye on the league campaign, Gordon. Um, obviously, Celtic kicking off at home. Rangers down at Kilmarnock in the later game. The teams will be very interesting. Both made... A few signings. Rangers, obviously, nine new players coming into the building. As a manager and supporter, you're just hoping they hit the ground running. I've been able to watch Rangers live last week. Um, a lot of new players, a lot of new ideas of Michael Beale. Uh, and then uh, I was, you know, fortunate enough to sit and watch James Forrest testimonial the other night there. Brendan Rogers, the luxury of having two teams, two 11s. Um, a lot of quality players and a lot of competition for places, you've got to say. 
How did you get that James Forrest testimonial By the way Did oh. you subscribe all, all money's going to a good cause That's Yes good on you. Uh, Yeah, yeah. No, there's, nice a, you. there's Someone sent me a stream I put my iPad And I was very lucky I picked up I couldn't understand How that happened uh, I watched Ghent <laughs> last night as well I don't <laughs> know how I get, I don't know how I get Belgium TV as well but <laughs> Did you actually watch that game yeah. last night? Yeah Yeah. You must be the only person <laughs> In Scotland that's watched that game Or could get access to I was, that game I was very interested It cost me a uh, $20 um, You've got some cash It's great that he's now Outing himself on TV As well as uh, radio as well No but I'm, ta- I'm, I'm taking An interest in opposition um, It'll be a difficult game For Rangers next week But uh, I think they've got To go over a hurdle Of Rugby Park First and foremost That's what All the Rangers fans Will be looking forward to But I think the two teams Are going in in, in very good shape Because There's a lot of players Out there Making a claim For a starting place now Absolutely, 0141-951-1025 I thought we were about to speak to John He seems to have gone somewhere I'll get him back uh, in just a second Oh, he's disappeared completely The wonders of modern technology um, We'll get John back in the not too distant future It is a big night at Easter Road As we've said Signings all happening We're building up to that uh, kickoff as well A six hour special for us on Saturday Cannot wait for the competitive stuff Uh, To return We've got lots happening for you tonight We're going to give you the chance to win some cash A bit later on in the show I'm very much looking forward to hearing If it is Gordon Deal in the hot seat If he can even remember what his lie and his truth is Uh, So it's one lie, one truth I'll reveal a bit more about that later on uh, in the show as well Uh, So we're going to hear from all sorts of people today Brendan Rogers, I did say um, Completing his press duties ahead of raising that flag At Celtic Park at the weekend uh, so lots to get through I don't know what is happening with John I must admit There he is, he's poised and he's ready John is a Rangers fan John, you've made some uh, signings today Or one big one in particular Jose Cifuentes, what do you make of that? Who knows? Obviously oh, nothing I heard him <laughs> <It's> not <interesting. laughs> well, we, should, we should get the callers on FaceTime that, that, can Hello? We... John, you're here. Take it away. What do you make of the signing today? Sorry, guys. I I, I thought Gordon had maybe uh, wasn't well there. We wasn't replying when I was trying to talk to him there. uh, I hope you're well, Gordon. I'm John. Uh, Thank you. Great stuff. Good to hear you back because you're the only guy that's got better partner in the show. So exactly, mate. I totally agree with that. Um, Just a wee quick one. It was just to see um, what your thoughts were on who do you think you'll go up top with uh, on Saturday against Kilmarnock. Gordon Come on you're a student of the game You yeah. went to Ibrox last week You were telling us uh, Well I watched him last week um, Obviously I'll be interested in the formation They've now got So many options uh, They'll bring in Obviously their their new side I think they'll obviously Go with their new signings Gordon Because they want them To hit the yeah, ground running all, um, all of them? Yeah Most of them <laughs> Play 14, uh, play 14. I think, uh, play them all up front. I think uh, Lammers will definitely play uh, Lima will definitely play Who's Lima? Sima, sorry Sima, um, <laughs> sorry Strong start um, I think they'll play Cantwell obviously off I think he's panicking Because the cameras are on He's, he's Look not at himself Fiddling no, with that I'm, I'm, I'm just trying He's got that, that many he's get, Danilo's the, the Danilo, marquee yeah, signing We've hearing from Danilo's just in the building Is he going to go to Rugby Park I think he's got enough To go to Rugby Park And leave Danilo out And put him on the bench And introduce him Slowly To the Scottish game 
I just think that he's got that many options. Um, as I say, he's got that bigger squad. Midfield, he's packed out with midfield players. So he's obviously, as we, we noticed, been very busy in the transfer market. But Michael Bale will need to get the right formation, the right team for me. Who would you want, John? To be honest with you, I've watched a few of the pre-season games and I know it's a bit of cliche, everybody says, oh, it's a pre-season game, you know, there's four on, four off, three on, two off, and it's a bit of a mismatch. For me, to be honest with you, nothing was really exciting me with the pre-season games, to be all fairness. I don't mean to be sounding doom and gloom. I know we've got a couple of new boys in and I know they're feeling their feet, but uh, we were kind of lacking scoring from the forward line uh, with the pre-season games the goals were coming from midfield and all that so don't know what you thought on that as well I think I think that's a good thing John I think that um, you know if you're going to be a real threat in this league against Celtic if you look at Celtic's last season the amount of goals they got from different positions I think that Michael Beale will be looking for that as well gone are the days of the the Ali McCoys that scored 20, 30, 40 goals a season, whatever it may be. You need to rely on midfield players now and wide players. Celtic won the league last year because of the amount of goals they scored um, and they came from different positions. And I think Michael Bale will be looking at... have been missing that, haven't they? Yeah, I think, always... I think Cantwell's got a, a big season ahead of him. I think he's got the ability to make the runs mm. and get into the positions to go and score the goals. John, I don't know if it becomes a, a saga at what point it does, but I know we were talking about Jose Cifuentes before the summer I remember we spoke about it on the show and it's now happened it's finally over the line tonight just before we came on air what do you make of that one? Well I don't know too much about the guy to be all fairness um, but obviously they've done their homework and they've paid a bit of cash for him so it, it'll be positive as I said I bounce it back to yourselves I don't know much about him if, if you know much about him what, what he's kind of really all about but Well listen I'll tell you what Gordon DL's magic TV I have no doubt is able to provide lots of footage of it MLS because it seems to get itself everywhere else but um, although these two are great at educating the nation every now and then we do need to just call in an, an, a real expert from elsewhere so we've been speaking to Tom Bogart from The Athletic who knows all about Jose Cifuentes we thought we would pass that on to you so let's hear as he gives us the lowdown on Rangers new signing Jose Cifuentes is an all-action box-to-box type midfielder who is really dynamic both physically and technically his technical ability is very good he can progress the ball very well he's got uh, probably underrated for his vision just because his like uh, physical gifts jump off the page. Um, he needs to improve his final ball like any other player. But again, this is this is a, a number eight who can contribute goals. He's got a weird knack for scoring off corner kicks for somebody his size and without kind of the aerial prowess. Um, but I think he's going to do very, very well in uh, Scotland because the league is pretty physical like MLS is and, and he excelled and he excels in transition. He was viewed very highly in the United States. He was a starting central midfielder, a star central midfielder on a team that won the the regular season title. It's a league title um, in, in America. I know it's not quite the same as, as a league title in Europe just because of the, the way that the schedule breaks down, but, but they won the regular season title and he was an integral part of that. And then they won the playoffs tournament, which is, again, the dumber American way of, of looking at things. But so he had the longevity over the 34 game regular season where he, you know, was really, really consistent from the beginning of the season uh, to the end. And then he was, again, a key player in the playoff run in which that they won the title that way as well. So, yeah, like he, he leaves the United States with a big reputation. 
if his contract was longer, people were expecting like an $8 million sale to, you know, a bottom half Premier League team or or a mid-table, you know, Spanish team, something like that. So, like, Rangers should be good for him, and I think he'll be particularly useful in European competitions. His whole his whole game is front foot. He, that that's how he plays. He's, I think that he's going to fit really well into that style. He's going to be, you know, really useful um, in in repressing and, and winning the ball in the final third or, or attempting to win the ball in the final third, as well as kind of duels and second balls. I think he's very very good at that. Mark Wilson, what do you make of what you just heard? Going to win World Player of the Year by the sounds of that. Very cynical. Where did he say that? He, he said he has good to. Everything. No, he said he has to improve his final no, ball. He does. Yeah. Well, don't do that. Once, don't once don't, don't do that. Bitter thing. I, bit I certainly am not. Listen, it, it sounds what Rangers need at the base of that midfield. If Michael Beale's going to play with maybe two sitters, someone a bit more commanding, a bit more physical, the attributes just described there certainly seems. Um, what Rangers need to take them to the next level to compete with Celtic uh, and and go the full way. He's coming off the back of some success as well, which always helps when you've got a player coming in who's successful, who's got that mentality, knows how to get across the line, and he, he's played a lot of football, so he's he's coming in, you know, not really needing to catch up. Um, so I think the Rangers fans will be delighted um, with the signing, and. Who knows, he could go straight into the side Daz was talking about the starting 11 uh, At Rugby Park at the weekend He could go straight in if everything gets cleared And again, that's a bonus I think when Ryan Jack is still at the club But it's unpredictable when he's going to play Because he's injury problems I think Sifuentes might be the one to fill that gap Rangers fans, what do you think then? A big signing today What do you make of it? Is it one that excites you or not? How do you see him fitting in? Uh, is it the final piece in the jigsaw Or still more to be done? We're going to hear from Brendan Rogers soon as well So get your calls in please And we'll speak to you next You are the voice of Scottish football Call 0141 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here It's 01419511025 Twitter at Clyde SSB Of course some such multi-platform superstars you to now It would be mm. impossible uh, for me to read out all the comments on YouTube and Facebook and whatever else you may find yourselves probably wouldn't want to mm-hmm. either judging some of them Who do you think is um, getting it worse? The Dazzler is looking <laughs> pensive says Susan Pensive, pensive. Ner- nervy. I think things that you've nervy. never been described as. When have I'm you ever that, that disc- No, is pensive not someone who's like deep in thought? The camera, something is- that you've never ever been <laughs> accused of. I'm not really used to the cameras. I'm more a radio man. If I'm honest, you think so? Yeah, used two guys pop up my TV all the time. Unfortunately, it never happens for me, Mark. This could be your big break. This could, sounds like he's having a go at the, the TV execs. Yeah, my um, biggest my biggest concern is. Next Tuesday, what my wardrobe's going to be because I've only got. Are you going to take notes? Are you going to you know write it down so that you don't repeat no, too often. Well, what I do in the golf. I'm a bit worried about that. What I do in the golf is I take a photo, and then before I play, oh, we've well, seen it. Right, you ever, Bef- right I, tell change, you I change my photograph. Go on to Gordon Deal's Instagram <laughs> if you want to see fifty-three pictures <laughs> of him. Standing with his driver in his hand With a different, different golf out <laughs> That's it It's <laughs> the exact same pose every time yeah. yeah And the one thing I now do is I buy a new glove Because someone picked him that, up and that And I thought well What you, what you got on underneath there? It's looking he's, good He's wearing chinos instead 
for everyone at home, the listeners, that's tracky bottoms usually. I will be back to the school uh, teacher outfit next week, guaranteed. Anyway, we were talking before the break, Jose Cifuentes. Just wonder, Gordon, is that going to be the final piece of Rangers jigsaw? Certainly, Certainly middle to front. Oh, and what about overall? Yeah, uh, come in and certainly. Uh, and I, th- I don't think Michael Beale could have any complaints. I've always said from January, he brought in two in January, Raskin and then Cantwell. And, you know, he came in for a bit of criticism going, but you've got to give managers transfer windows. Now, the one thing you can't complain about is he's had a good transfer window in the fact of numbers coming in. Yes, he's lost a few quality players, um, but he's got the players in that he wants. He'll probably, for me, he'll bring a different style. I think he wants to be very much on the front foot. I think it'll all be about attacking. I'll be interested to see how he does this season. Nope, I'm sorry. I was just facing him. By the way, I was pensive there. No, listen, nine players is always difficult, I think, to get that right and to get them all to jail quickly. Um, Daz was saying earlier on, he didn't think Danilo would start the weekend because he's just new to the club. But unfortunately, when you come to the club and Morelos is away and Kent's away, two big players, when you get signed for that amount of money, is the kind of marquee signing then you don't get much time to settle you got to go right into the side um, Cantwell and Raskin obviously been two successes it's whether the others can fit now the credentials the attributes all look good but we've all seen it before it's difficult to adjust coming into Rangers and Celtic so the only time we can really judge them no pre-season games you know no games that they're getting 45 minutes and then taking off is when they go to Rugby Park on Saturday if they start well and they look strong and powerful and blow Kilmarnock away, then we really have got something to talk about come Monday. Absolutely. Let's hear from Brendan Rogers, shall we? I did say he was doing his press today ahead of the weekend. It's always exciting when you get to the end of the week and you start hearing from the managers and so on as they build up to the return of the action. Here is what Brendan Rogers had to say. Nothing but excitement and, and really looking forward to it. We obviously had a, a really good night in, in James's testimonial game and the crowd were ever so kind and, and gave us a great reception. But but yeah, my, my focus is purely just preparing the team. But just driving up to the stadium and, and seeing all the supporters at the weekend and uh, and everyone there. And then obviously the flag day, which is you know it's a commemoration of the great work that the players and the staff did last season. And also it's a symbol of of what we're fighting for to to win again so uh, it gives a great motivation and uh, something for us to look forward to Listen, he he knows what's at stake for him personally and for the club he's been there before, he's done it before he understands when you have that success what it means to the supporters, he's went away, he's obviously looked in from the outside and when the club doesn't have success what that means for the manager who's in charge and was some feeling still you know, a bit disappointed in Brendan Rodgers and, and making that known, then he understands what's at stake for him personally if he doesn't start well because fans can get in your back pretty quickly. But look, I've got every confidence Brendan Rodgers, being a top-class manager, can come in and put his own stamp in what was already an extraordinary strike. I'm looking forward to his starting to live in as well. As I said, I was very fortunate I watched the game the other night there. I thought second half... They had a bit more energy and a bit more drive. Um, 
there's always a few players in the pre-season for me that'll play their way into a new manager's thoughts. And I've got to say, I think David Turnbull has had a terrific pre-season. I really do. Um, scored a goal the other night there. Um, when McGregor went off, well, when Forrest and McGregor went off, took on the armband. I think that Brendan Rodgers has found a bit confidence in Turnbull and I think he's paying, uh, it's paying off for him because he's looking very good. Will he go with the tried and trusted at home on Saturday or will he mix it up with a few new signings? Problem is with David Turnbull, uh, he's a fantastic player and he does well when he gets the opportunity. Like Daz was saying the other night, but he's got so much quality in front of him. It seems to be an area of the pitch that whoever's the Celtic manager just keeps adding to. And that can be really frustrating for a player of Turnbull's quality who scores goals, who contributes, mm. but just doesn't seem to do enough to get into the forefront of the manager's mind. What was the phrase we always heard last season? Mm. Ange ball, though. Was this just a suitability issue ra you know, rather than yeah. anything? Yeah, maybe. Um, what are you thinking of Burnaby just now? Mark, <laughs> how desperate is he for this to come true? Long, long listeners of the show will know that Gordon DL was trying to flog Bernabe's case all season long, and it looked like you were on to hiding to nothing. Maybe you were right all uh, along. Yeah, I've come back strong during preseason. I've come back strong. I keep telling you, Gordon, you've got to be patient. You've got to give players time to settle into clubs, especially the size of Rangers and Celtic. And Bernabe, as much, look, I don't fancy him to take over from Taylor just now because Taylor's been absolutely terrific. Mm. But he's he's getting better. Let's bring in Tony, who's a Celtic fan on the line, and see what he's got for us tonight. Take it away, Tony. Actually, two points. It's just to see if, if you've got any word, evening panel, just to see if you've heard any word about the Croatian goalie. I see that Sam Bashi has pulled out this thing. I know Celtic was interested in him. I've been looking at the Celtic news now and I've not heard nothing. I think the answer would be no if you think you know Gordon DL's got many talents, but I don't think he's oh. his ears to the ground on that. Can I read between the lines, Tony? Is that because you want a new goalkeeper or what what's the the motivation? Well, I, I like Joe Hart, but he's a bit dodgy with the body seat, especially in front of his goal. You know. Mark, so, this keeps coming back, really. Um, yeah. I, can't, I can't shake this conversation this week, which is fine. People can phone in about what they like. Within reason um, What do you think? Listen, I think it's gathering momentum A wee bit with some Celtic fans And it was added to the other night When Seacrest started the game And I was here You know, I, I made my thoughts known That I thought Brendan Rodgers was giving Seacrest A good shot at it to see what he was like Now remember the first time Brendan Rodgers was here uh, You know, playing out through the back From the goalkeeper Was so important to him Um but it's, a da it's dangerous changing a goalkeeper who, it's my opinion, Joe Hart has done well over the, the couple of seasons he's been here. I think he's made some crucial stops. Yes, he's made mistakes. Playing it for the back of his feet, not his strength. I don't think anybody could say as a strength is. So that's his downfall. But the number one job of the goalkeeper is to keep the ball at the net. We saw the problems Celtic had in the season where Barkas came in and Hazard was in and Bain had a shot and it, it just seemed to be a merry-go-round. And it led to so many issues. So Celtic have got a safe pair of hands, in my opinion, Joe Hart. But, uh, of course, when you've got somebody like Segris, you've got to try him. In terms of bringing somebody else in, I don't know if I would I would go chasing mm. that too hard. Is, I, is Joe Hart as effective? You, you say 
a goalie's number one job is keeping the ball out the net, which is, this is one of these kind of phrases that we hear. I'm not saying it's not true, but you know, it's for a lot of managers, they just look for a, an all round package. Is he as effective at keeping the ball out of the net as he used to be? Not as he used to be. I mean, name any player. Or, or, is, is, he, is he as effective at keeping the ball out of the net as Celtic could get at the moment? Because that's um, the question. It's not, well, you know, we can yeah. frame it any way you want, but that has to be the. Yeah. Yeah, well, pro- listen, there will be goalkeepers out there. Of course, some that we've never heard of. Tony's come on and mentioned the, the goalkeeper in Croatia that none of us would be an expert on, but it could come in. Well, to, could to be him. fair, he does have a pretty high profile. Um, if you take one in, you've got to get rid of one, right? So somebody's got to drop mm. off. You, you cannot, even if you're Celtic, carry what, four goalkeepers. Yeah, but I think in Tony's call, and many others who make the point, it's more, it's more theoretical r- rather mm. than, you know, being accurate with how many players there are in general you know fans are allowed to do that do you think we could get a better goalkeeper do you think we should have more competition I don't think they are so worried about the number of them because well, maybe it would mean try and sell Seagrist or whatever but listen there's no doubt in my mind if the question is can Celtic get a better goalkeeper of course they can recruiting one finding one and then fitting them in and making sure they perform is the hard bit I mean Barca signed for what was it Good bit of money. Yeah, it's yeah. about five million pounds. Mm-hmm. So when he signs and we're on the show, we're going well five million pounds. The, the recruitment must be spot on to spend that amount. And uh, um, the guy couldn't save the ball, and that is it's problematic. Thing. That isn't it? <laughs> that seems to be <laughs> a bit an issue. His gloves are brand new. <laughs> <laughs> so the hard thing is getting someone reliable. Joe Hart probably isn't as effective as he was in his first season. He has made a few errors. And in pre-season That brings it to the forefront Of people's minds Tony Everything else looking good for you though Are you excited about the new season? When you tell Mark To stop swearing When he's using the word Bacchus <laughs> I was panicking there <laughs> Shows that Mark had said something That I'd missed Bacchus aye, aye Well You talk about having Three goalies Right Well Bain Bain's had his chance Right and This This Croatian goalie Got some right up When he played in the last World Cup, if it was a World Cup, mm-hmm. but the last, the last big, last big tournament, right, he, he, he gets some right up. Right, Celtic were in for him. It's always fair to bash you. Yeah, I mean, Scott Bain obviously signed a, a new deal, deal didn't he? Yeah. Which was, um, which was a surprise for some people. And then he, he had he got his chance at Easter Road at the end of last mm-hmm. season. It was probably a night to forget. That doesn't mean it's a complete, you know, lost cause forever. Um, but it's going to be interesting. Interesting to see what what Celtic. How close do you think Celtic are then, Mark, to having completed their business? Because the season starts, so it fe- you almost fall into the trap of thinking that you need everything done by now, and you would you would like it. But there's still four weeks left of the yeah. window. I think there's still business to be done for Celtic to bring um, in to bring in. But also, well, both ways. I think they need to get some out the door as well. It's a big squad, oh. but I think Brendan Rodgers will still want to add to it now. What's your priority positions? Maybe goalkeeper is up there for him. We saw how important it was for him before. I I, I don't know. You'd have to ask the the manager himself. Is he happy with Kyogo and O through the middle and sometimes Maeda? Maybe sometimes you need three, you know, in that position. And your wide men, well, there's plenty of midfield. Your wide men, he's added to it. But is are any of those going to fill the boots of Jota? Well, again, only the manager will know that. Because I can't. I can't see. I can't see Celtic bringing. More players, none, none, no, no, I don't because unless, unless you offload a few, because you look at James Forrest's testimonial and he changed the team. Now, you 20 outfield players that are capable 
of playing in Celtic first team. You're not looking at young boys coming in that he's given an opportunity because it was a testimonial. It was experienced players that have won trophies. Uh, guys that have cost money. So sometimes you, you can bring in too many. If he offloads a few, obviously gives them a bit of space. Of course it does. But right now, as the squad stands, there's not many I think he needs. And Mark is back to the mm. goalkeeper. I think Joe Hart's good enough to play next season. No problems at all. Thank you very much to Tony on the line. Let me tell you about this before we go any further. Oh, you're kidding me on. Yes, Kenzie won over fifty thousand pounds. Did you hear that? Did, yeah. Did you hear? Incredible. She was having a coffee. Lucky oil in like in that. Starbucks when the luck changed big time. And it was your chance to win fifty five thousand five hundred and fifty five pounds. Quite easy to remember mm-hmm. tomorrow when we make the next call. Enter now. Text yes to six one zero two five. That's y e s to six one zero two five. If you get the call from us after three pm on Friday tomorrow, the fourth of August. Answer within five rings. Make sure you know the correct cash register amount. The texts are £2 plus your standard network rate. Online entries £2 or call 0330 880 And the calls are charged at the standard rate as well. Over 18s only. All the rules for this Hits Radio Network Scotland competition are on our website. So to be in with the chance, text YES to 61025. £55,555. Good luck. 1419511025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Thursday night it means only one thing or two things really Mark Wilson and Gordon DL will be here to talk you through the day's football stories look ahead to the weekend and generally keep you company with their warmth and enthusiasm for the beautiful game yeah tell you a secret he's, he's moaning Hold on a minute. What's up? A secret. He's already to tell everybody. Like I don't know what to do with my hands. I'm Are you struggling sure. with this new streaming? <laughs> I'm struggling with this mic by your side. being in front. Just sit. And I'm quite hit my knees off the desk, if you know what I mean. He so, keeps touching my foot as well. I've never touched close. your foot. <laughs> you two playing footsie under that desk. That is the last that, thing I've ever that that That's the worst lie I've heard so yeah, far. You did, you kicked me. I didn't touch your foot. I have noticed because... You're paying that pen an awful lot of attention for a man who I've never seen write anything down in the last no, six years on this show. No, I don't, but, it, but, it, but I've been watching a lot of um, sort of uh, TV... News, news readers and stuff yeah, to try and... Yeah, and you've got to, like Sky Sports, they, when you get into Sky Sports, they teach you you've got to make hands. I've, I've never shuffle you your, shuffle, your, shuffle your papers like a newsreader. Let's see how you do it. Um... No, I Disney watch the news. I'm more like I'm more like my hand movement. My hand movement. Go for so that. Good. Listen, I, the cameras are on. It's not. Yeah. It's people are meant to see you I in do your, your yeah your natural very habitat. Very rigid today. Yeah. Don't very panic. rigid. I'm Loosen not up. Pa- the panicking is not set. You've also spiked that hair. Oh yeah, I've spiked that one up. Remarkable. I went in today, a little bit more off. Shock waves on that. eh? A little bit more off. Is it looking okay? It's looking whiter. Jaggy. Jaggy, jaggy. <laughs> <laughs> like jaggy. Some, some, <laughs> some day, some day, the lad gives you hairspray. Some day, actually, I was at a golf thing and um, 
Saturday, I was walking by and he went, oh, here comes Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> Did you go for your sunbed that you promised him? No, I've, not, I've, I've not been well enough to go for a sunbed, but I'm okay. You don't want to get caught short Spray, in the sunbed. I, I spray <laughs> <it up>. <laughs> <laughs> Please clean after. Um, so... <laughs> I think we need to move on It's People been a are busy week dinner, right. Bearing in mind uh, Jimmy Is a Rangers fan He's in Canvas Lang How's it going Jimmy? I'm doing not so bad man. Good What's your point tonight? Well I had one of your panels Saying Brendan Rodgers Was a brilliant manager Now He, he walked to in Celtic When they were gone For ten in a row mm-hmm. He goes down to Leicester They get relegated They get sacked and I, I mean, these managers—they just keep the, the the fans with contempt. They really do. It's, uh, I mean, they get people into foreign countries and they come in there, everything like that. And the next minute they walk out the door, and then a new manager might come in and not like them. But they just—I mean, the fact that is—I uh, didn't see people queuing up for them once they, when they like, when they get sacked for Leicester. There was mm-hmm. a lots of teams looking for managers, but not one come near them. And next minute he's groveling back up to Celtic. Oh. I'm, I'm, I quite agree The fans should be annoyed with that I don't know the panel so, so ultimately Jimmy You're a Rangers fan But you don't think Brendan Rodgers is a good manager You think he's You know You think he's He's failed down south Is that the No gist? no, no well, it, well, you, you, The panel's comment That it was a brilliant manager Okay It was great up here Done fabulous for Celtic But He jumped ship He's doing there And then gets sacked That how 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 does I get a great manager? Well, everybody's entitled to their opinion, I guess. Yeah. The, the, my problem's always been, Mark, every manager gets sacked now, mm, yeah. don't they? So yeah. to, to sort of use that as your barometer as to whether someone's good or not... No one would be good. difficult, isn't no it? No one would be good. I mean, pick Pepin, one. Jürgen Klopp, well, maybe. Uh, maybe them, Sir Alex Ferguson in his time, but every other manager gets sacked. You can only judge no. Brendan Rodgers and what he's achieved. Now, remember before he even arrived at Celtic, when he went into Liverpool and how close he got them to the league and people say, oh, he didn't win it, but he got them moving in the right direction. He then came to he Celtic. Well, he then came to Celtic and won everything. Now, he went down to Leicester and won an FA Cup. I think two top five, was it two top five finishes, which is sensational for Leicester. I know they won the league. They're never, ever going to do that again. So he got them fifth in a league that's the most competitive... Richest league in the world, and then, and then of course then things went. Well, it, he didn't get relegated. He got sacked before they got relegated. Nah, but well, I, I, I take your point. He got sacked, but just for facts, he didn't get relegated. So he's now came to Celtic as an outstanding manager with a great record up here. And when you say you know nobody wanted to touch him, did Brendan Rodgers not come out and say that there was another Premier League club that he'd spoke to? Um, and it wasn't right for him So Jimmy I get you're a Rangers fan And you, you want Jimmy's to Jimmy's got to you the way I'm slagging I, I can slag Derrida as well Because he done it He walked to him And didn't ask Spiller And get sacked So I mean I'm, Don't bring the Rangers thing into it But they, they all get sacked But well the difference is That Brendan Rodgers Has been hugely successful Here in Scotland So he, he is An outstanding manager Ten in a row Was shameful and I could see why the Celtic supporters are angry about that. He, was, he wasn't here. He, he left before that. I, uh, anyway. I, I know he left. Oh, what's it? I'm Jimmy, what are you Jim, shouting Jim. at me for? <laughs> 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 he, left in, he left in the middle of the season when he could have won the league and get them 10 in a row. 
Well, they did win the league when Brendan Rodgers left, Neil Lennon came in. They did win the league, so he put him in a good position. What do you want him to do? Stay forever? I think Jimmy's got to you. Ah, he's got under Jim, your skin. Oh, Week Jimmy's one of the season, Jimmy. Going, you've got, Jimmy. Jimmy, you've got I'm him on toast. This. You have got him on toast, Jimmy. Uh, it, feel, it does feel a bit bizarre to sort of argue yeah. Brendan Rodgers' CV, Gordon. Because we, well, we're going to go forward and then we'll find out. And you know what? See if, if Brendan Rodgers flops this season, Jimmy mm. can come back on at the end and say, "I told you, he wasn't a good manager." I think we just probably need a little bit. We just need to fill in that gap a bit between being sacked at Leicester and what happened before. Um, let's let, let's let John and Knightswood do it because I guess John's uh, John's not happy with what he's heard. John, oh, I'm, I'm actually in tears with laughter at that guy. <laughs> Brendan Rodgers is the most successful British manager in the last ten years in Scotland and in England. There's no British managers won as much as she has in England in the last ten years, and this, the same goes for up in Scotland. So I don't know what planet that boy comes from, but. I think you should go back here because it must be playing Looney Tunes all the time. Um, and now, this is the beauty of the show. Now I'm racking my brains trying to find someone who might be the most successful UK manager. Man. Yeah. I've, got, I've got no intention of doing yeah. down uh, Brendan Rodgers. Um, yeah, I guess he would, he would be up there. UK managers. He's yeah. always won some silverware last year. Look, everybody can throw the Brendan Rodgers and get sacked at Leicester. He didn't get sacked. He left and... Obviously, well, look, I think it was on the cards for a long while. Leicester happened to get relegated. Did he leave Bre- Brecon? Bre- oh, you know what I mean? <laughs> he got thrown out of Brecon. He's never been in Brecon <laughs> again. But Brendan Rodgers, you can't argue with his record. When Celtic were looking for a manager and Brendan Rodgers was available and the rumours were going about that he was going to come back to Celtic, I know Celtic fans... Quite a lot of them were not happy because of the situation when he left. But to bring a manager back with experience, the knowledge, the clubs he's managed, success he's had, not even in Scotland, as Mark quite really pointed out, he was successful up to a point with Leicester, winning the cup, getting the top five, top six finishes in a really hard, hard league. So he brings, he brings more experience into that as well. And sometimes as a manager... Getting removed from your job, let us say, I think that gives you the the hunger again to go and show that, look, that was a blip. I am a very good manager and very good coach. So I think Brendan Rodgers quite rightly come out so far this season and said, look, I need to prove myself again. So he's got that hunger, he's got that fire in his belly again. And I think that can only be good for Celtic. I think maybe it's worth bearing in mind, everything's relative as well, because we can argue about who is the most successful UK manager of the past 10 years. You, you can you can frame it in different ways, but surely the real question is, could Celtic have attracted a better manager? You know, that, that's the relevant bit. Is he as good as Celtic could have got? And I think that's probably the bit that people yeah. say yes to, um, isn't it? I, I think it is as good as Celtic I think, could I don't have think, got. I don't think anyone here is saying Brendan Rodgers you know, could have picked any job in Europe and he, he chose Celtic. That's, that's that's not the point. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Celtic moves swiftly. I think they, they would have known Brendan Rodgers would have been their primary target. They would have had others, no doubt, that they would have spoke to. But as soon as they started pursuing Brendan Rodgers, then, you know... It, it was the number one choice and they got it over the line. That's why you've got to give great credit to the Celtic board and Dermot Desmond for getting a job done quickly because it's, a lot can go wrong. We all know, Gordon, when you go on the continent for a manager who's up and coming or been someone's number two and it looks attractive at the time, it might not work out that way. At least with Brendan Rodgers, you know the pedigree you're getting when you bring him to the club. 
Uh, I, mean, I love that because this is the beauty of the show. Mm. Always has been, whether it's on um, streaming services or not. If you might just tuned in and saying, why are, they, why are they arguing about who the best UK manager of the last 10 yeah. years is? That's the, the beauty of it. I take it, John, you're looking forward to the new season with the most successful UK manager of the last 10 years at the helm. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And he'll probably win another seven in a row, then maybe depart for passengers new. And I'm quite happy with that. Good, good to see no one's getting carried away. Seven in a row. These guys have got enough. These guys have got enough trouble predicting who's going to win one league. John's got the next seven. Seven gone. Right. I feel like we're really back. You know what? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It was all a bit gentle. It was all a bit friendly. And then Jimmy comes on. Now we're back. We're back with a bang. Because his face went scarlet. Oh, by the way, Jimmy got got to you something terrible. Jimmy did. You were starting to nod your head quickly, Jimmy. (laughs) <laughs> That's when I know you're gone. <laughs> I've seen the, I I've seen fight, the signs. <laughs> anyway, thank you, Jimmy. You got Mark Wilson going, and that is good enough for me. Thank you to John as well for the counterpoint, and we are up and running for the new season, no doubt about it. And I've really, really, all, all summer, it's all I could think about. What will the first Thursday night Beat the Pundit be like of the new season? Let's find out. Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, thescottishsun.co.uk slash football. There's been some serious hype about this. Mm. Because you and Beat the Pundit have had a, let me, let me think of a, a appropriate phrase, a, a troubled relationship. You're talking like, about like me many just... of your, your relationships. Troubled. You and Beat the Pundit over the years. Um, I can't argue it's, with it's that. Lo- it's love-hate. Yeah, yeah as it's ups yeah. and it's downs. Mm-hmm. And the downs tend to be quite spectacular. Down, downs hurt. So you think of all the classics over the years, mm-hmm. the United States of Arab, yeah, Bevis Mugabe representing yeah. Argentina, yeah. and the list goes on. I'm still on. hopeful for all that. And then you go out the next day to popular supermarkets or golf courses and people remind you about mm-hmm. it for months on end. Just think what that's going to be like with that camera right in your face as you come up with some of these answers. Yeah. How does that make you feel? I don't fear it. I, I embrace it. I'm looking forward to it. Um, and I feel that this could be a good season for me. Well, let's find out. 01419511025. Your chance to beat the pundit is next. Give us a call. The lines close at seven. Tackle the headlines. 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon DL and Mark Wilson are here. I just spend the full news now reading the outstanding feedback that you two mm. get on the live stream. So hopefully you're enjoying it if you're just listening as you normally do. Brilliant to still have you this season as well. We're building up to the return of the Premiership, so please, and the other leagues, of course. So please do get in touch, whether it is those games, whether it's new signings, something else altogether. Please get in touch. We've heard from Brendan Rogers. We've heard from an MLS expert on Jose Cifuentes, who Rangers have signed this evening. So if you want to add to those topics, feel free. If you want to move it on, you can do. But let's do this first. Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, thescottishsun.co.uk slash football. Ah, Beat the Pundit time. The first Mm. Thursday night Beat the Pundit of the new season is always a highlight of my calendar year, but this could Take it to new levels. The fact that this is he played yet is on no, screen. Hugh no, played Hugh played night. on Tuesday and How lost. How did they go? He oh, lost. Hugh the lost in my Simon yeah. Donnelly won last night, and mm. Kenny Miller won on Monday. So, so Hugh's the only one that's let us down mm, so far. Yeah. How are you feeling about it generally? I'm, I'm fine, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> See anyone that says they're fine. 
Usually not fine. It's like doing his best Ross from Friends there. I'm fine. It's fine. I don't think I've got the best preparation this week, but in general, I feel... I'm very confident. Uh, it's hard this. to study on the pan, isn't it? I really. Should have been reading <laughs> the newspaper. <laughs> it's one of your favourite hobbies. Anyway, let's <laughs> let's meet tonight's contestant, who is Alan in Blantyre, I believe. How's it going, Alan? I'm alright, Gordon. How are you, pal? Yeah, all good, all good. Here, have you ever played before? I've played once, maybe about a season and a half ago. Right. Possibly. How did it go? Uh, Mr. Wilson beat me 6-5 Oh That sounds respectable What that, a though. game uh, When I did you ever get 6? I, I was just yeah. mouthing to Daz there He sounds good and When he, did he you ever get 6? He's obviously proved he is good But it's not good enough Not sure Not I sure So that was Cheers pal <laughs> <laughs> Throwing out nicknames Are you old pals? <laughs> Chums you too. Willow It's well, Willow is it? More than welcome to call me well, Willow well, Listen Listen To be fair When I had my season ticket I used to shout a lot worse <laughs> <laughs> I'll bet like I will bet Okay let's see how we go then What we're going to do Is toss the coin Heads it's Mark Wilson Tails it's Gordon Dale That's the way it works now Right that's on the, fine, you know, fine, fine New studio It's different isn't it? Yeah mm-hmm. it's a bit different how, how long into the season Before I make a mess of the toss I don't think so I think it's picked up on You've camera. been doing okay with oh, that Magnificent Look at that Self praise is no praise It's Tails And it yes. genuinely is who is Tails? Your tails. What is it me? Okay. Okay, what we'll do here it's, it's is give... Oh, right he's absolutely <laughs> gone. He's <laughs> shaking. <laughs> Let's give Gordon Dale some greatest hits. Can I just point out, right, I've actually stuck my TV off now because I don't want to see what he's up to while I'm trying to answer these questions. <laughs> very good, very, very good idea. Um, because also the delay would probably throw you off. And anyway, so absolutely, let's let's absolutely. give Gordon Dale some greatest hits radio in his ear nice and loud so that he can't hear us. Thank you. Can you still hear me, Gordon DL? What are you shaking your head at? The women doing the intro and the music's not started yet. It's very honest of you. Do you want me to pad? What's pad mean? It means if I keep talking, then eventually the music will start. (laughs) I think I'm getting something, it's building up, but I'm just hearing talking. I can obviously hear you. Do you know what it might be? One of your ears is out of your headphones. I know, but I can still hear you. Tuck that lug back in. What are you saying? There we go, we're good to go <laughs> Right Alan, are you ready? Um, very good 30 okay. seconds on the clock and your time starts now In what year did Rangers last win the League Cup? The League Cup was 2012 Who did Effie Ambrose join on loan whilst at Celtic? Hibernian How many teams are in the Scottish Lowland League? 10 True or false, Riyad Mahrez was once on trial at St Mirren True who was Rangers' record transfer fee paid in November 2000? Uh, Tori Andrew Flo. Riley Harbottle has signed for Hibs from which club? Pass. What country are Hibs' Euro Conference opponents Interclub de Escaldes from? Andorra. Okay, let's bring Gordon DL back. <laughs> this is going to be good. Can you hear us? <laughs> yeah, this will be good. Oh, you can you realise when you're dancing away to I Greatest Hits Radio, yeah, people yeah, can yeah. see you. <laughs> I can only apologise Nobody needs to see you dancing Are you ready? Right Your first beat the pundit of the new season Yeah Let's go Streamed in glorious high definition Are you ready? Ready Your time starts now In what year did Rangers last win the League Cup? 2018 Who did F.A. Ambrose join on loan whilst at Celtic? Uh, Hibs How many teams are in the Scottish Lowland League? 12 True or false, Riyad Mahrez was once on trial at St Mirren. True. Who was Rangers' record transfer fee paid in November 2000? Oh, pass. 
Riley Harbottle has signed for Hibs from which club? Pass. And what country are Hibs Euro Conference opponents into Club de Escaldes from? Okay. What do you think, Alan? Uh, oh, I think he, he might be he might be lucky to sneak a tiebreak, yeah. <laughs> Listen to you, Alan. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> Stick your TV on. Have How a do you look know Alan's wee? Alan might be six five. Well, right enough. I don't exactly. know that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Gordon on five six to be. It's wee Alan. Uh, even to me, which is saying something. I mean, we Alan. Might... Alan's oh, got a fan club. Currently, hard ones on Sean, for my debut. Sean tonight. tweeted straight away to say that's my wee pal, Alan. On beat the pundit. He's a massive Harry Potter fan. Apparently, Alan. <laughs> I said I'm not I'm not I'm really not <laughs> I'm worried about what sort of yeah, private joke we've just stumbled upon don't you move on will we move on I like Harry Potter nah, I, was, I was ready no, no, to no, come on I, I want to hear how the result goes my okay. first night you were hopeless at the first one And what yeah. year did Rangers last win the League Cup? It was 2011 I felt for Alan He was close But not close enough mm, You're look I just look I didn't know that was You may as well guess Brendan Rodgers uh, I know I, know, I forgot oh, that Effie uh, Ambrose joined Hibs on loan Whilst at Celtic Good shout that Yeah I was going to go Livingston Alan but I got it as well though Oh well done one Alan each. There Me are man. 18 teams in the Lowland League <laughs> Did Alan get that? He didn't So it's still one all uh, Riyad Mahrez was once on trial at St Mirren Is this producer John New producer for the new season Jink he's flexing his muscles Sticking in a wee true or false We don't usually yeah, do that Yeah I like that But I he was a wee, That's nice 100% when I, true When I read it yeah. It is true Did not borrow a bike and Yeah sh- Did, did Alan get that as well Whatever happened to him anyway Yeah Alan got that oh, So to all Rangers record transfer fee <laughs> How did you not get this one Paid November 2000 You got a what? bit You were Tory Andrew Flo Tory, Tory Andrew Flo Ah uh, I played he, he played against us In the cup final I 12 did, million yeah. Did he score Yeah he did oh, That's that why day. I tried to forget <laughs> Honestly oh, The tea lady they scored that day Ah well, don't tell me we Alan got that Of course he did oh, The full watching nation got that So Alan is in front Riley Harbottle What a name Has signed for Hibs From Nottingham Forest None of you got it Oh no chance And Interclub de Escaldes Though are from Andorra Gordon DL So you got that Alan got it as well ah! You're beat no! You're beat Well done Alan The first one of the season Willow and Son yeah. He's got you too The ball's so. bigger than you Off you go Was that a 4-3 in the end I think Or a 3-2 yeah. uh, Andrew f- yeah, four, three. Three. He won it by one So anyway well, well done. Done. Do you know what I think We're going to I think we should introduce For this season I'm disappointed with that Sign the ball Live on the stream So people get to see Yeah 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 are you okay? You I know where you are. Even you were still there. <laughs> Fade him down. I used to have the power to do that in the old studio. You got that one way up to the night. <laughs> anyway. I'll be quiet one time. I keep thinking he's gone. What are you having for your dinner? <laughs> oh, I've had that. Oh, brilliant, Alan. Oh, I should have went to a tiebreaker there. From you. I thought one or two was quite <laughs> hard. <laughs> well, one, Alan, what? you stayed on the full night with us. Yeah. Oh, if, you, if you want, I. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Right, there we are. I think he is going. I'm fully hopeful that he's gone. Anyway, you can call us on the usual number. You can tweet us at Clyde SSB. We are looking at Rangers' new signing, Jose Cifuentes. We're hearing from Brendan Rogers earlier in the show. Massive night for Hibs. Massive doesn't even cover it if it goes wrong. 
so we'll look at that in the not too distant future Motherwell have been making signings today as well uh, a few other teams doing some business I saw St Johnston bolster their defensive options So there is a lot happening out there Please do get in touch In fact let's take Whilst we line up another caller Let's take a look At that Hibs game Tonight because Lee Johnson's been bullish And confident and hopeful And of course that may well be the case In fact do you expect it to Will they overturn this tonight? They need to I think Well yeah, yeah will know, they? It'll be a disaster of a a result um, I think they will Gordon I really do I think if they can get an early goal it will certainly lift the crowd because if they go along there and they don't start the front foot they don't get that early goal we've all been there before the crowd gets anxious it transfers onto the field the players start to get anxious all of a sudden you could find yourself in a bad night but I truly expect after last uh, week uh, with the shock and the criticism I watched some of the supporters who made the journey, you know, they made their feelings uh, to the to the players and the management staff. So I think they owe them one. I think they'll go off to a good start tonight and win that. Alan and Blantyre is Still phoning there. he's phoning back in <laughs> for some un- for some unknown reason. He was not happy yeah, with his on. 45 minutes of fame. Yeah, he's on. actually trying to phone he's back in. a good point. <laughs> What's going on? He's got me to say the guy. Uh, and, uh, he's terrific. Incredible. Uh, anyway, uh, to Hibs. Look, I fully expect them to, to get the job done and we had quite a bit to spare. There's no doubt it was one of the biggest shocks that we've seen in a long time. It happens too often, actually, to Scottish clubs. David Marshall had a howler. Mm. I don't expect him to do that again. Um, no doubt a terrible start, but the good thing about these two-legged affairs and, and the second leg being at home is you get the chance to redeem it yourself. I mean, Lee Johnson was so intent on hammering home the message that... It, it was half time in the tie yesterday mm. that he even said. I mean, you don't usually do interviews at half time in a game. It's not. It's not. Re- I know what he. Yeah. Fact, I was going to say I know what he means. I'm not sure that I do because two legged football's been around for a while. <laughs> um, not two legged football. Two legged ties. You always have to react to the first game, and if it doesn't go well, you need to take it on the chin until you get the chance think, to make up yeah, for it the next week. I think that was the problem with the Hibs fans that the post match comments didn't reflect their views. He, he sort of played it down. Now, on one hand, he was probably trying to keep a lid in it with the players. I suspect behind closed doors, he may have had a different message for his actual players, but he was trying to play it down. Probably reflecting on it, he may have he may have thought I should have went a wee bit harder. But then he, so. he you're saying ah, he, he spoke yesterday, so like it, his team has to do the talking. You know he said tonight. All, all these Andorran football experts that have come out the woodwork. You know, I, I told you it would be tough mm. over there. This will be totally different. It's a bigger pitch mm-hmm. and. Uh, so um, here's one for you David Marshall Yeah To some people Finished the season poorly Real howler last week Stripped of the captaincy During the summer Paul Hanlon now Two new goalkeepers signed Would you drop him for tonight? It's a tough one Because I think that No, you... no, don't sit in the fence I want some direct um, Yeah, I probably would Yeah I, I, I agree with what you said Not just I wouldn't drop him one howler Because Every goalkeeper right. will make a howler in their career. There's no doubt. David Marshall being a terrific mm-hmm. goalkeeper. What he said there about his, his finish of the season. I didn't think yeah. he finished the season particularly well, Gordon. I would make the change if I brought in two new goalkeepers because you've got to give them yeah. opportunity. Team was named about an hour ago. David Marshall starts in goal. <laughs> and... Um... <laughs> I can see the way he was building that up. Ah, I love that one. And the new captain Paul Hanlon plays Will Fish 
Back for a second loan spell from Man, Man United. United. Yeah. Uh, didn't play last week. He goes in as well. He's taken Ryan Portis as number five. A bit of expectation mm-hmm. on him. Ely Ewan is in there. Jake Doyle Hayes, Joe Newell, Lewis Stevenson, Christian Doidge, Del Ferrier, and Josh Campbell. And the one I've saved until last because it's definitely the most interesting. Ten months out. Didn't feature last week. Came back in a friendly at the weekend. And to save the day. Martin Boyle um, Well he's such a huge player Such a, a terrific talent Makes huge impacts in the game When he plays When he's fit And he's had such an unlucky time of it Hibs need him to be back uh, Firing in all cylinders Not just tonight But for the rest of the season When you take Nesbitt out of that team I know they've signed Vente But Nesbitt was a huge part of that side they need Boyle to come back and be the main man alongside Venti this season. Yeah, Dylan Venti signed for a lot of money by mm-hmm. all accounts. We're talking Hibs record transfer, I think, or in, in that neck of the woods, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of pounds, maybe talking around seven. And um, not not able to play, not not registered in time, but Martin Boyle back, Gordon. Brilliant. Uh, absolutely brilliant for the lad as well. I think he's a big player, gives him bags of pace, um, gives him goals as well, and they're going to certainly need that. I think that's a great boost for uh, Lee Johnston. Okay, 01419511025. Let's bring in Stephen, who's a Motherwell fan on the line. How's it going, Stephen? Hi, guys. Can I just say I'm absolutely loving the new format? It was nice to see uh, Mark Wilson crumble under pressure to Jimmy for Campbell's play. <laughs> All right, Stephen. That, that, um, that was a start reminder to how Randy's career went. So I. It crumbled under a few wingers, Stephen. I've yeah, that, 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 that is true. What was the caller's name again? The G- one that, Jimmy. 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 Jimmy just did to you on the radio what Daniel Kuzan did to you <laughs> down that, that right hand side or left hand side from your perspective. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's not been a good start to the season. Right, Stephen, what's your point? Never mind having a go at me. <laughs> no, my point is that I was sitting here you on know, Wednesday and just worried uh, with the season looking forward um, with Mullow, the fact that we didn't have a recognised goal scorer. Uh, but I'm excited with the signing that we've made today. And sorry, Stephen. I, I, sorry to interrupt you. Just quickly because it's breaking news uh, and it really feeds into something I've just said. So we, timing's everything in this business. David Marshall's... In a, I'm not laughing because I, I wish him well, but you get if you listen to the last five he's minutes, been he's been injured in the warm-up. <laughs> genuinely. I told you. But hold on, we need to be clear. We're not laughing at David Marshall's no. misfortune. David is a great get-well-soon. Get um, but genuinely, he's been injured in the warm-up and has been replaced by Jojo Wallacott. That's a man. Stuff. Yeah, you can Christ see the future of events. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's He's incredible. Sorry, Stephen. Uh, so the new signing for Motherwell today—that's what you were you were on about, yeah? Yeah, and uh, listen, I'm, I'm in a wheelchair, and a YouTube video could probably make me look like the same boat. But um, there's certain attributes that I look for uh, in a striker when I watch these videos, um, and he's really direct when he runs. He seems quite physical, which I think you need for this league, and. Uh, I watch videos of the new signing we make and all the other players that I kind of got the impression that he'd be good to Kevin Van Bean gave me the same feeling. So I know I'm excited. He's a, he's a Danish under-21 international. And listen, we're going to be tough to beat under Kettlewell, so I don't think we'll concede many goals. See, this is life this season. Mm. Stevens, Usain Bolt, wheelchair <laughs> joke in the past. Our facial expressions don't matter. Now everyone can see I've them. Yeah, I've, I, I've, I've, that. I've got to say, I feel sorry for who's going to be up front for Motherwell. Big boots to fill. Van Veen has got to be a massive Size man. 11. Yeah, massive, massive, miss. You've got to say the amount of goals. Uh, that's what most of their success was built on. 
because it's all about putting the ball in the back of net. But, um, you know, they needed players in, Gordon. Of mm-hmm. course they did. Abika got, um, you know, a few, a few, a, a couple of goals in the... Injured at the weekend, yeah. Connor Wilkinson played. Yeah. He got a bad head knock, actually, but I think he's fine for the weekend. But, Mark, there was then... Mother, yeah, they needed it. As Gordon says, it's... What's Hugh Keevan's most hated word on the show? Narrative. Yeah. It's it's just set. It's going to be there all season. The Kevin Van Veen factor. You not you just don't forget about a guy like that no. that quickly. Um, Stuart Kettlewell spoke today, giving Theo Bear a bit of backing because he scored one goal for St mm. Johnson last season. Mother will have signed him, but Stuart Kettlewell saying, "Look, I've seen something in him. I think that can work." So of my staff, and now as as Stephen quite rightly points out tonight, um, a different type of signing if you like you know our clubs our smaller clubs sometimes have got a couple of options you can do that you can go to a big club and look for a loan player you can get to the so-called kind of journeyman maybe or you know go league one league two in England that's where Motherwell and Kilmarnock and St Mirren's will recruit so this one um, from Arsenal yep. um, a young player and it'll be very interesting to see yeah, how that well, pans decent, out decent record scoring record down there under 21 side um, for Arsenal so like he, Obviously, Motherwell needs someone to fill the boots, like you're saying, of Van Veen. And it may not be one man. It may be a collective effort. That's why Bear coming in is quite a curious one. Sure, Keltwell obviously sees something in him. And we were chatting the other night. Keltwell's got a reputation of developing young players and just bringing something out in them. So, you know, a lot of them combined may step up and, and do the job Van Veen had and uh, this kid's just the latest one it's always interesting when you see a kid coming up from such an elite academy mm-hmm. if they can cut it here there's so many my impression's always been Stephen that these clubs have got so many players that it that there's still a degree of, of talent within there you you look at some that have come up recently um, you know been at, it was Leighton Clark, Leighton Clarkson was at Liverpool and brilliant you know, really good well. guys like that yeah. Then you, in the past there have been guys with no disrespect to them. I won't even name them. You think how have they, how have they been at the elite club? Do you, do you know? Well, I think the difference now is they're very well coached now, well drilled. I think. I, yeah, but that's I, what I mean, they're bound to be. Technically, that, I think they're yeah, but, very good. It's just can they handle the the physical side mm, of the Scottish game, the pace of it. Even it all starts this week. So overall, what, what are your thoughts? Where are your confidence levels at from a Motherwell perspective? Uh, well, before the cup, the forwards that we brought us in, I, I had this kind of a and a wee bit of a dogfight. But listen, if Mika can come in and, and, and get some goals, I'm really excited about a midfield. I think that's got goals in it and, and Mullen and Slattery as well. And Spittle. So I think we can maybe hopefully uh, push for top six. I think that's always the aim. Um, but we need to get off to a good start on Saturday. Listen, it's a wonderful game for both sides uh, up at Dundee. Absolutely. Thank you, Stephen. Nice to hear from you. Hopefully we'll do it again soon. I'm looking forward to this. It is that time of the night. Let's do it. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Pipeline with Pipeline Energy Solutions. All this week on Clyde One Super Scoreboard, we're teaming up with our mates at Pipeline Energy Solutions and every night giving you the chance to win £250 in cash. All you need to do is play our game Pipe Lion. And it has been magnificent. We discovered on Monday that Kenny Miller, did you hear this, Gordon Biel, was a three-time junior bowls champion. 
when he was younger yeah, that's Tuesday night We found out that Leonardo DiCaprio over here Sunk his boat on Long Island yeah, Did you know that? This man had a boat Did you know he, he sunk <laughs> yeah, it though? Yeah, I'm not surprised at that He um, sunk most teams he was out managing them And last night Marvin Bartley tried <laughs> The breaking shit <laughs> As they call it uh, And last night Marvin Bartley tried to convince us That he once applied and got to the latter stages uh, For Big Brother um, but that was indeed his lie. Right. So anyway, tonight, tonight yeah, is going to be one, potentially disastrous, potentially award-winning. This guy, Gordon DL Cameron, zoom in nice and tight. He lies so much, this he doesn't even lies. know when he's telling the truth. So he's in the hot seat tonight. You have to give us a call before the end of this break and establish which is Gordon's lie and which is his truth. 01419511025 before the end of this next break. So go on in no particular order. I can't even trust you to do this accurately, but we'll try. Do you want give to us, just now? Give us your two statements. Okay. Um, my first one is obviously they're all based in Manchester as a legend at Man City. When I'm down there, my, start. my biggest ambition was to go to Coronation Street to see around Coronation Street. Believable. I had a pint of beer. And Corin and the Rovers return, right? And the most popular thing I was very privileged to was Betty's hot pot. You uh, actually got to eat Betty's hot pot. Right, okay, yeah. what's your what? next one? Um My second one, a big snooker fan. I get invited to practice with Alex Higgins. And I drove him home when he beat Steve Davis, United Kingdom at the Guild Hall in Preston after coming back from 7 0 down. Wow. <laughs> Two very different statements. Did Gordon DL eat Betty's hot pot or did he drive Alex Higgins home? Oh, we're going to get taken off. I know we put one out. 01419511025. <laughs> Lines close at the end of this break. Taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141-951-1025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon DL and Mark Wilson are here and a great start. The exact start that Hibbs needed, Martin Boyle. We said what a difference this guy could make. Returning 10 minutes on the clock, he has scored. Hibbs actually didn't start great and I wonder if, if the fans were already fearing the worst. But Martin Boyle has scored one up, two all on aggregate. Famous last words. Surely they go on and progress from here. Yeah, I think they've got the boost with Boyle being back and uh, obviously showing how important a player he is for the club. Um, yeah, they've, they've got the early goal, Gordon. That's what they needed to settle the nerves. I think they'll go on and win this comfortably. Yeah, yeah, I have to agree. Yeah, it's the ideal start. Uh, you know, backs up what Lee Johnson was saying um, that the, the home leg would be totally different and it just shows you how important a player Boyle is. I think they'll go on and, and win this well, a lot to spare. Plenty of time left here till 8 o'clock. Get your calls in. We're talking earlier in the show, Jose Cifuentes signing. We're talking, uh, well, we heard from Brendan Rodgers and his press duties today. It says the mentality is to just go win the league. It's not about retaining it or defending it. That's, that's not the mindset. And actually, Rangers fans, I think you'll be interested in this. Some very interesting comments about Graham Souness as to why he did not end up back at the club in any sort of role this summer. So we'll play them next, but let's do this first. Clyde One Super Scoreboard Pipelining with Pipeline Energy Solutions 
I need to thank Pipeline Energy Solutions for teaming up with us for the £250 cash that we've been giving away every night this week. I'll tell you what, at this time of the evening, regular listeners will know it's usually when we do the full-time teaser. We will bring that back next week, so please do submit your questions. So we've got loads to work through as the season progresses. But Pipeline, and even mm. the name, great, terrific, nice pun there. And it, basically, each pun that it's like, would I lie to you? They give us two statements you have to decide which one is the truth which one is a lie uh, and if you get it right you win 250 pounds so tonight it was gordon dl's turn before the break he told us that he wants ate betty's hot pot in coronation street and that he also turned chauffeur for alex higgins uh, and drove him away from one of the most famous matches yeah. in snooker history snooker really history, yeah both quite remarkable what did betty's hot pot taste like very good um everybody the secret was the recipe the one thing i always wanted to do was and this is true that actually how would you describe the flavour uh, a bit of it's lamb um, believe it with the potatoes and everything cooked right. cooked 30 minutes in the oven Worcester sauce <laughs> just but, to you were watching our cooking <laughs> how did this work well. because if you go on like a tour of the studio you're not getting you're not getting the hot pot no we went it's down with well I went down with it's a set I think it's, a, it's a TV set I, I, I've been in the Rovers return no, Gordon uh, yeah it's a set hot food. it's a set and, <laughs> and what you do is you get real beer and that's the one thing. And it, and up until a certain okay. point, right? And I was sitting with the Duckworths and Curly Watts. <laughs> uh, and I, rem- I remember Curly. Because <laughs> he was a big City fan. <laughs> yeah, the real actor. Yeah, he emptied the bins. He was a City um, fan, though, wasn't he? The guy who played him. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure he is. A massive City fan. Yeah, is it making this, sense this now, you know? Yeah, Jack and Vera were there. Right, uh, and the second... I went down with some City players. Let me just test you quickly in the second. How, just briefly, how did you become chauffeur for Alex Higgins on that day of all days? I was in I was in the hotel. I just arrived at Manchester at that time and a guy called Chubby Chandler, who was a professional... Uh, golfer, he's now a massive sport agent to the likes of Lee Westwood. Made up name I've ever heard. And he's a he, real person. Yeah, yeah. and uh, he called me up and he says, "Look, are you bored tonight?" He says, "I'm going round to see Alex practice before <sighs> we go." Okay, up. right. Well, let's see. Both outrageous. Both probably lies. Let's be honest. <laughs> uh, John is in Coalside. How's it going, John? Hi, Gordon. How you doing? I'm all right. Thank you for playing Pipe Lion tonight. Which one of those is true and which one is a lie? See, I think, I think the snooker one's true because I'm sure I've heard Gordon mention it on the podcast. He's already said the story, so I bet he advised Gordon. Well, do something you've already spoke about. I know, but, but what I'm <laughs> that's not really how the competition's meant to work. <laughs> but what I'm going to say I lied at that time. <laughs> <laughs> that's only, only you could. Only you could. And is that the case? The uh, snooker one is true. I've never ever said. That I um, drove Higgins home from the well, you girl. You must have because John no, I, I, I think I've said that you were friends goal, with him. Uh, got go, uh, golf uh, snooker way. How Alex good is Higgins. that? This guy doesn't even know what stories he's told, <laughs> he's, and he's he's, he's broken he's the full competition. Nah, really Do you know does. something? I thought uh, I thought the Rovers return was the best one. You were I quite convincing. Yeah, yeah, I'll probably use that no, to show. Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> what, what part of that uh, did you Not did I give it away? What gave it away when you mentioned driving Alec Higgins home because you've told it a form super scoreboard <laughs> Gordon, I can promise you I that. know but which one of the Betty's <laughs> hot pot was not believable when, when he said they put it in for 30 minutes because she used to put it in for 40 <laughs> <laughs> True. That's that uh, he's, well, he's got you bang yeah, to right. Well done. Was bang on. Well Lamb. done to John. Two hundred and fifty pounds better off. What are you thinking about the new season, John? From a Rangers perspective, you've signed Jose Cifuentes 
tonight? I'm I'm happy I'm happy with that, but I, I think I, I don't know if he's he'll maybe play three at the back. I think Bill, oh, uh, because I think the forwards he's brought in are more central, and I think that's going to free up Tav and Yilmaz either side. So I wouldn't be surprised if he goes with three at the back. Saturday. Interesting, interesting that I've because had a, I've had a, th- a thought about that as well. We've got yeah, but so who you who you sort of sacrificing uh, further up the pitch because somebody something needs to give then. Yeah. Um, I think he's got the option of doing that, but at Rugby Park, um, he'll probably stick with his four. I don't think he'll experiment, but I think he's now got that good option of Golson, Balogun and Suter as three good, solid centre-backs, and it lets the two wing-backs go, but you would need to sacrifice someone in the middle of the park, I think. That's going to be tough, because Raskin and Cantwell, by all accounts, were mm. big favourites last season. You've added Sifuentes and Kieran Dowell and various others to the yeah. mix. So, what happens there, Mark? Can you see it? Um, or would that be more of an in-game? Uh, maybe an in-game thing. Yeah, change because certainly Michael Beale needed a plan B. You know what I was chatting about the other night that Rangers fans going along are so used to seeing uh, the formation with one guy through the middle and two wider ones, or somebody just coming in narrow on the right hand side. That I think there's going to be a big change. I don't know if they'll change to a three right away, but he's certainly got options like that, as pointed out. The, the centre-backs there are covered. Um, the the width is obviously, either, even if it is a four, is going to come from your full-backs because, um, like John was saying there, most of those players have been brought in are more centralised. Um, so it just depends the opposition. If he wants to really overload that midfield area, yeah, well, you could probably see you know, Tavernier and, and Yilmaz or Barisic playing wide and and putting your more creative players in that middle area. Uh, thank you very much, John. It was good to hear from you and you've won £250. Thanks to Gordon DL, not remembering which stories he's told before. Mm. Congratulations, John. Cheers, thanks very good man. Well done, John. What a night at Easter Road. You want the, good, you want the good news or the bad news? I go bad news. You always get bad news out the road first. Bad news. Hibs are on to their third goalkeeper of the night. No way. Another injury. So we gave we big analysis on David Marshall. He kept his place, except he didn't because he got injured in the warm up. And Jojo Wallacott came in for his debut. He's now injured after 18 minutes. Ooh. And here's a famous goalkeeping name for you: Boric has come on. It's not Arthur's son, is it? Uh, no, it's a relation though. Is it is nephew it? or cousin? I can't remember which one. I will, um, but yeah, mm. you've got to give some good news. Oh, he's, they've scored again. Right, Martin okay. Boyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Martin so. Boyle again. Mm-hmm. 2-0 2-0 Home and hose, Darby Yeah Game yeah. done Game done You happy with that? Yep Well happy to see our, our teams progress in Europe It's nothing more embarrassing When You know we We make such a song and dance About teams Qualifying for Europe mm. And how We have to go through These qualifiers And it's unfair And then we always trip up At the first hurdle So well done, Hams. Mm. Well, game's not over. It's only 18 minutes in <laughs> Surely Surely Right, let's play this stuff From Graeme Souness Because I think it is it's very interesting stuff and actually it would be nice to, to maybe have done it a bit earlier but I must admit we're just a very busy show tonight trying to give away money and so on. Maybe once you've digested this you could call us between now and the end of the show, maybe even tomorrow night. So Graham Souness, he has been speaking recently to our colleague Ewan Cameron on the big Scottish football podcast. Um, you remember throughout the summer there was talks about maybe a return to the club in, in what role, would it be like director of football and so on. Um, let's hear what he had to say on, on why he's not back at Rangers. I had a couple of meetings with James Bisgrove 
Um, but ultimately decided it wasn't it wasn't for me. I felt, you know, I had something to offer, but maybe um it wasn't seen as um a road they wanted to go down from their point. So you, you have I'm I'm a great believer you can never have enough football people around the place. You know, I look at I look at the likes of most recent example, that would be Ted Bowie at, at Chelsea, where you got someone new coming in um and not having any football around them, any football knowledge around them. And they made lots of mistakes. I mean, Ed Woodward at Man U after Fergie went, mm-hmm. he was making all the big football calls. And um, look how well they did with that. I mean, it's, the, the game is littered with it. You've got Mashiri at Everton, Ed, Shull- Ed, Ed, Ed Ellis Short at Sunderland, Mel Morris at, at Derby. You know, there's a whole litany of people who, smart people going into football clubs and not getting it right. I, I, I felt that something to offer, but it wasn't, it wasn't the way they wanted to go. What's your interpretation of that, Mark? What's happened there? Oh, uh, it's a tough one. Well, I think taken from it right away is when you heard Graham soon as linked to the job, uh, me personally, I thought it was just speculation, like people putting two and two together, that he'd left Sky Sports and maybe Rangers needed someone in that role and people were jumping to conclusions. There's certainly truth in it. The fact that he's had you know, several meetings with James Bisgrove tells a story. Um... Uh, it's hard to hard to think why Rangers wouldn't want to go down that road. I think Graeme Soonis makes a good point there. He's certainly done his homework and he, he's been involved in the English game a long time and seen it firsthand, the owners coming in and chief execs making big decisions, which he says maybe a lack of football knowledge. Um, but maybe, you know, Bisgrove and Beals got together and thought, we don't want somebody maybe undermining the manager. Graeme Souness is a, a a really powerful character and he may just have overshadowed the work Michael Beale's done. More specifically, Gordon, I wonder if it sounds maybe that what Rangers thought Graeme Souness' role mm-hmm. could be was different from what Graeme Souness yeah. thought Graeme Souness' role could be. Is yeah. That, is, that, is that fair? I, I think Graeme's went in with the idea of being solely involved with the, the football side of it. And I think Rangers, like Mark has said, has decided that was not going to be his role. And so I, what, you know, Rangers, and it is speculation, but Rangers th- were thinking along the lines more of ambassadorial, yeah. whereas Graham Soonis thinks a real hands-on football operational I, role. I, I, I think Graham would have brought uh, bags of experience. He knows the club. Mm. He was very successful at the club. Um, he's a very strong figure. I think um, he's a very good football man. Um, and I do agree with them. I think that when I was listening to Graham there, I do agree the fact that you can't get enough mm. guys with experience, especially with Graham. It does depend school. what role, though, doesn't it? Yeah, well... Because for, for as much as he's right to say you shouldn't just shoehorn other people into jobs that would be good for football men, as the phrase always goes, and if it is director of football, that uh, nowadays is a, is a, it's a pretty skilled role mm-hmm. at... Big clubs. You're generally you're talking about overseeing sports science departments, overseeing youth academy structures, overseeing all sorts of stuff. And Wells Graham Souness has a wealth of knowledge and experience at having played and managed football. That doesn't necessarily mean that you're right for that role, does it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, listen, there's so much comes with these director of football roles. Quite often, it is people that we've rarely heard of that take up these roles that maybe got a bit more of a business background. I still think that Graeme Souness probably would be suited to that role. 
I think he's been in and around the game long enough mm. that a, a very top level. Um, but obviously, Michael Beale and Bisgrove got together and thought it just wasn't right. What do you make of it, Rangers fans? Are you disappointed to hear that the way that ended? Would you have liked to have seen Graham Soonis back at the club in some capacity or trust the way things are heading? Do let us know right now and we'll try and get you on next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Listen and watch. Check the Twitter feed at Clyde SSB. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here on 01419511025 and there is still time for you to get in touch. Please do maybe on those Graham Soonis comments that we heard just before the break because I think they were very interesting indeed uh, saying that he did hold talks with James Bisgrove over the summer um, but it sounds like what Rangers wanted him to do and what he wanted to do was a bit different and uh, you know he's expressing his disappointment at that crazy horse on Twitter says sounds like he wanted a director of football role rather than an ambassadorial one um, GM though says trust Bisgrove on this um, and Champions 55 says he'd have got my vote for director of football you need people like Sunis and Ferguson around our club real winners with real winning mentality that's half the battle and it just comes down to personal preference see if we are talking director of football I get why fans love that stuff and feel that way. I would also completely sympathise with anyone who says winning mentality is not that important for your director of football or it would be nice to have, but it's not like the number one skill set required. Yeah, probably not. There's a lot needed to be a director of football, but we don't know what Graeme Soonis has behind him in that respect. Sure. I know he's been he's been there in the forefront a football for a long time but who knows what he's done with his, his downtime um, but it depends what James Bisgrove wanted him to do if he wanted him did he want him to be an ambassador and go around the lounges and, and be the face for yeah, Rangers if he's, if he's only asked to do the half time draw he's probably not uh, wanted uh, to, but we just well, we don't know exactly but what, it's pretty safe to say though they had different ideas isn't it on what, well, I think obviously such a big name though that it's it's right to make news because I think there would have been a large or, or a, a percentage of the Rangers fans that would have wanted him but equally Gordon like you said there would have been some that, that thinks no Rangers have to go in a different direction mm -hmm. and be more modern and forward thinking rather than hark back to the Everybody's past. got to think the same. When when you make decisions like that everybody's got to be singing off the same hymn sheet. There's no doubt in that but obviously Rangers wanted Graham Susan a different role. He was looking at more hands-on the football department because of his experience, because you heard him talk about other clubs that didn't have football experience guys round about and the, the failures. But um, it's unfortunate because I think Graeme Soon's going into Rangers at, in some capacity would have been a good move. So the role is still then outstanding. What James Bisgrove wanted to fill is still outstanding. Well, so is the director of football. So when, when does that get addressed? I know fans are... Sporting director, I think Rangers uh, called it previously. But. Fans fans generally really only care about transfers, players coming in to, to work mm. the first day of the season. But in the wider picture, you know, things like that are really important to get right. Yeah, but I don't get me. I don't think it, the full operation shuts down. You'll still be a head of recruitment no, and then a recruitment I, I, team. I, the, director, the sporting director goes sort of above that. If, you, if you're looking at the bigger picture further down the line, not instant impact just now. I'm talking about next mm -hmm. season's transfers. Because some clubs don't even have place. them. Of course, don't have, don't have that structure. They, so. I think the modern game now, the, the bigger clubs tend to, mm. to have them. So 
the, the hunt still goes on and I'm sure Rangers fans will want it filled sooner rather than Hibs better. are cruising 3-0 up now Christian Doidge's overhead kick uh, you, you guys thought it was it was sort of yeah. over already uh, any doubt whatsoever? No no, just a matter a, how many. Yeah, yeah uh, I think it'll be a good night for him. Yeah, I mean they've got a cushion now to go cushion, and I can't see it necessarily changing. A bit of drama though; they're on their third goalkeeper of the night. Remember, but um, other than that, going to be straightforward. Yeah, and it gives them a confidence booster going into the first game of the season Sunday. Without this hanging over them. Yeah, uh, and it's sort of home as well. So the only problem for Lee Johnston is to make sure that. How he, how he progresses through the game. He's obviously comfortable. Get one or two of your, your main players off. Make sure they're okay for the weekend because you want to start a new season with three points and it's got to be a difficult game against St. Man. Yeah, Luzerne nil, Dewar Gardens nil. The winner, Hibs would face the winner if they go through. So 2-1 to Luzerne on aggregate there. So it looks like Hibs will do the business. They've got Boric in goal now, uh, the third goalkeeper of the night so we would expect them to see that through and we can react to it tomorrow night right how much are you looking forward to the new season it is the last time we will speak mm. to you two until Saturday when it all kicks off yeah miss Saturdays miss being in the studio miss seeing the action come in um, and it's upon us right away I think the, the positives about a new season first day of the new season is seeing team selections and new players coming to our country some of which seen very rarely coming from different clubs all around Europe who will catch eye and will be chatting about probably come player of the year time next May you know that that's just the way I look at Van Veen I know he was there before but mm. they just go to a different level so thoroughly looking forward to it me take on. hearts tonight something I didn't tell you about earlier Kyosuke Tagawa a Japanese international a four year deal for a six figure fee so that's mm. a Bit of a statement one that from Hearts. Yeah, the Edinburgh clubs seem to be spending the cash. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how, how Hearts do this season. Um, I think it's a big season for them. They carry a big support, obviously, um, and especially at home, they pack out their home uh, games. Um, Who's the manager there? Oh, that's that's oh, yeah, another thing. We've got such yeah, a unique that's situation. A, that's a scenario. Don't, a, don't ask that with a minute, a minute left of go. the show, will yeah, you? Yeah, but um, I think it'll be a big season for both Edinburgh clubs. I think they've invested heavily into their, their teams now. Um, it'll be interesting to see how that goes. And then you've obviously got Aberdeen because I think we've all got Celtic Rangers, Rangers Celtic. For, um, oh, what are we doing? Are we revealing predictions on Saturday oh, for you two? He's been copying me left, right and centre. It's really? incredible. I'm feeling a bit embarrassed for him. How was your first night with the, the cameras on you? Because uh, we, we were really worried about you. Yeah. We thought honestly that the the the, the pressure, the, the spotlight had genuinely got mm. too much for you and that's why you didn't come in on Tuesday. Yeah, so I just... I pulled a sickie for school. I've enjoyed the studio. I've enjoyed everything mm -hmm. about it. Uh, very comfortable at... When you get to my age, I think the seats are... I see, I like to stand. Do you? Yeah, uh, Mark, Mark's a, Mark likes to stand. Is there no well. option else to stand in? And I'm <laughs> I'll just there. Imagine, imagine you and I stand and all you see is here, <laughs> the midriff, and God just left sat on his own. I, I think we should that. do it week about. Can we not do that? Stand a week, sit a week. Well, the desk's too low to stand. Oh, so it is. I forget that then. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, I've enjoyed my night. This it's great to way. be back. I can't I've wait for Saturday. enjoyed my night. Like he's an OAP <laughs> for the night in the bingo. Yeah. Well done, that's right. I'm going home can my Well, we are almost done. Thank you, as always, for your company. Thank you for your calls, your tweets. Thanks to those of you who just listen patiently at home, as always. We really do appreciate it every night, and we're back tomorrow. The new season eve, if you like, with Hugh Keevans. Hope he's not got another tuxedo on <laughs> and Kenny Miller. So make sure you join us from six o'clock tomorrow. And that is the final straight Saturday. It all returns all of those boring Saturday afternoons across the summer will be a thing of the past and the league action will kick off again. Thanks to Mark and Gordon. Thanks to you once more. We're back at six tomorrow. <laughs>